You're listening to the SoulCast broadcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, where we bring awareness to toxic relationships, encourage singles growth, and improve couples strengthening. We're helping you break the bonds that have broken you and build the bonds that will better you. Join us every week on Facebook Live, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern and 4.30 p.m. Central. You can also send your questions to Instagram at AskTheMartins, as well as Twitter at AskTheMartins. Let's get into this week's episode. started so here's the thing mm-hmm. um we get letters all the time and what we're doing is we're utilizing our, our this as an opportunity to reach out to those people because we're so busy and we got a lot of things coming through or down the pipe so what we want to do is we want to take these letters read them and answer them now when you do send us a letter understand that it's going to be confidential right and uh, we'll take this time to read it, but we won't give too much information so that you're not definitively identified. But um, this is a great way. It's, 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 it's our version of uh, Dear Abby or whatnot. Yeah, so, yeah, and it makes it easier for us to reach out and connect with y'all. As I always say, if one person, two people are having this issue, you best believe 200, 300 people are having the same issue across the globe. Absolutely. So this is our way to reach out to multiple people with one shot. Absolutely. So you ready to get this letter started? Go ahead. Tagara okay. is going to read. She's going to read that. I am going to read the letter that we got. All right. So it says, Dear Ken and Takara, mm-hmm. not sure where to start. I'm a 34-year-old mom of three children, 14, 12, and 7. Mm. Needless to say, dating has been rough. Actually, my dating life has been pretty non-existent since my divorce five years ago. I used to believe that no one would want me with three kids, especially teenagers. But recently, I've met a good man that I've been dating for six months. He's 41, single, no kids, but he wants a, but says he wants a family. When I thought that my kids would be a deterrent, he actually said he understood that my kids come as a package deal, which was great until we started getting a little more serious and I allowed him to meet my kids. I can't put my finger on it, but he feels distant and uninterested when they are around. If he wants to go out with dinner, he only wants to take me. When I ask if we can take the kids sometimes, he says he's old school and doesn't believe in spoiling kids to adult things. When I cook Sunday dinners at home for everyone to enjoy, he usually has something to do until the kids are settled down and in their rooms. When he does decide to join us, he's really quiet and never really engages with them. Honestly, I feel this crazy tension every time he's around my kids. When it's just be, when it's just me and him, it's great and easy. I brought up my concerns with him and he says I have to be a little bit more patient because he has he's never had kids of his own before. What am I missing? Did I introduce them to him too soon? Is it crazy to believe that he, a grown man, doesn't like my kids? Okay, before we even get started to answering this thing here, go ahead and share this out. This is going to be good. (laughs) This is going to be good. This is going to be good. If you know some single folks, some single parents who are dating right now, go ahead and share this out. Yes, yes, yes. Um, That's going to be very important uh, if if you care about them because we're about to get into some, some, some strong guidance here. This is very important, okay? Um, what we like to do, how we like to handle these things is we like to handle them. I like to handle them. We like to handle them in an overarching issue. Like there is a bigger or general, more general issue here. And then we, and then what we do is we drill down to answer her particular letter. The reason why is, as Takara always says, if, if it's two people, three people, then you got you got to know it's two or three hundred people. So we want to make sure that it's proper guidance going on. Yeah. By this time, so here's the deal: dating uh, has certain requirements. Okay, there's three top requirements that whenever we're out and whenever we're helping people date or 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 speaking to singles audiences, right? Um, whether it be church or whatever the case may be, uh, there are three things that need to be um, that need to be touched on. Uh, you need to know what you're looking for, okay? What you're looking for, whether it is a good time, a dinner, just to have a date to break up the monotony of the work week, or if you're looking for a long term relationship, uh, i.e., a husband and a wife, or something like that. 
The next thing you need to know is you need to know what the characteristics are of what you're looking for. Yes. It does no good to say that this is what I'm looking for and not know what it looks like. So you need to be able to identify those characteristics. And then number three, you need to take, uh, you need to uh, be able to assess what you're looking for. When you date, dating is an opportunity to assess. So that means it takes time, it takes observation, and it takes conversation. Okay, so those are kind of the three main things we get into when we deal with dating. Now, when you're dating as a um, when you're dating as a a a person, a single parent, I'm sorry, I'm going to move that here. When When you're dating as a single parent, those requirements are the same, but they are a little bit different. Okay, number one, if you're dating, uh, uh, knowing what you're looking for. Right. Right. Knowing what you're looking for. If you're looking for a fun time, someone to take you out, someone to break the monotony, then you do not introduce them to your children. You don't get your children involved with that. That's you entertaining yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're looking for a long term relationship, i.e. a husband and a wife or a wife, understand that you're also looking for someone who can be a father or a mother. So basically, you're looking for someone who can properly wear two hats, which means that when you you must know what that looks like, you must know what a husband and a father looks like. You must know what a um, wife and a, um, a and mother. a mother looks like. OK, and you must be able to assess them, meaning that you have to take time, take time out, observe them. Mm-hmm. And have plenty of conversations. Now, when you're dating with children, um, you got to understand that you're dating for yourself, but you're not dating by yourself. Hmm. Because your children end up with what decisions that you make. Right. Okay. And to be honest, your children are already involved because you're shaving off time with them in order to spend that time elsewhere. Right. So you got to be very cognizant and conscious about that because just because you have good chemistry with somebody, and y'all make a good couple. It don't mean that you make a make a good family. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the thing. Before. Because the next question is, okay, I'm dating, I'm assessing, I'm doing all these things. When do I introduce this person to my children? And I, in the letter, it says six months. About right, after was, they, they were dating about six months. And so if they were introduced and she came up with all these ideas, it probably about four or five months. Oh, yeah. No, listen, to when we start dating somebody and they even smell like they got potential to be a father, a lot of times we rush <laughs> into planning. Oh, my God, it's going to be nice. We're going to get to do this. We're going to run to the park. <laughs> I could just see it right now. It's the park around the corner. I'm going to take them. So, yeah, you, you, she was planning that for a minute. Absolutely. And I just know this from experience. That's all. Absolutely. So the thing is, is that we don't do time frames. We, I, we dislike time frames, meaning that, oh, wait six months. Oh, wait 90 days. Oh, wait 12 months. No, because the problem is, is that people will sit back and wait those time frames and not do their homework. And they'll feel free and justified. It's been six months. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to release the beast and put them with my, no, 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 no. You need to do your homework. Remember you're dating for yourself, but you're not dating by By yourself. yourself. All right. So what you want to do, these are things to look for. All right. Um, If you're dating a person who has children, you want to watch their interaction with children, with their kids, you want to watch their attention to their children. You want to watch their sentiment towards their children. Sometimes, you know, when the child calls and right, and if or, they get an attitude or, you know, or, or they like their child or if they <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, it's not just when the child calls, when the child's mother calls. It's one thing. OK, not everybody's going to have a well working relationship with their ex. Right. But when the child calls, I can remember. Um, you know, at a point in, in my dating where the person would get mad 
when the mother would call him to ask him to watch his son. And I'm like, well, first of all, that's your child. Why are you upset that you have to watch your child? How about you get to spend time with your child? So watch stuff like that, too. Absolutely. If they're getting upset because they have to go get their kids, that's a red flag. It is. It absolutely is. So you got to watch how they respond. And, and like you said, watch how they respond to the other parent. Right. Because that relationship will identify the kind. Listen, if you dating somebody, <laughs> whether they got children or not, if you dating somebody and they ain't got nothing but bad things to say and blaming it for the other person then you might want to just kind of slow up a little bit because i guarantee you that if y'all don't work out you're on that list and right. they're talking about you the same way but going back to the children you want to make sure that they have a a, a good or semi-good at least right and working relationship and you also want to watch their parenting style how do they interact with that child parent-wise? Mm -hmm. How do they discipline that child? Do they discipline that child? How do they guide that child? How do they give that child um, any kind of ethical or moral direction? How do they spend time with that child? Right. You want to make sure that depending on how they treat um, the conversation, listening on their conversations, depending on how they treat that child um, will depend on how will will show you the potential yes of how they will treat your child exactly okay and it will show you the potential of how you two can partner together as parents if that's what you're looking for go ahead baby the the key thing is though as we go back to what you said in the beginning is also taking the time because anyone can look like a good parent for a little bit of time absolutely for a short period of time you want to again you you are not dating <laughs> by yourself, right? So it, it, it's, you're not dating for yourself only. So you have to take your time to observe how it's going to be with you and their kids as well. Absolutely. But you have to make sure that they're not pulling the old okie doke on you just to get you to believe, oh, my God, he's going to be a good dad. Because the, I'm sorry, that's a game, too. Well, you re, you're you meeting the representative. So you're you're already in for the husband representative. Right. But you're also missing meeting the father representative. Do not. This, and this is why you <laughs> don't repeat. introduce your children to them, because you don't want nobody playing that game with you. And you don't want that nobody playing that game with your children's mind. Right now. Let's get down. Let's let's drill down a little Hold further. On. Hold on. And don't introduce them and have them call him uncle either. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you don't want you don't want no uncle daddies, all right? Like, just kind of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so now let's drill down just a little bit further so we can get closer to where the letter is. What if they do not have mm -hmm. any children? Right. Because not having any children isn't bad. I mean, right. you know, most people get into relationships without children. Right. That's how they get them. Right. So, <laughs> right. Right. So what happens if they don't have children? Well, the number one rule is don't use your child mm -hmm. as the guinea pig to find out how good he is with children. Right. Or she. Never use your children because your children can become a uh, connected and attached and you're supposed to be dating which means you're supposed to be assessing them for the position you're supposed to this is a trial basis right now most of y'all don't do that most of y'all have already made your decision and you're just trying to make sure to see how you can accommodate and facilitate that decision well at the same time it still may not work so don't use your children as the tester or the testing ground to figure out whether they'll work not early on. Here's some things, and, and, and you wanna be careful of this. You wanna be really be careful with this because I know everybody don't know how to date. Right. And so I wanna make sure that uh, that you don't miss this because just, just because you're certain in who you want doesn't mean that you're certain of who they are. Say it one more time, just sort of make it plain, baby. Just because you're certain of who you want doesn't mean that you're certain of who they are. Mm -hmm. And there are things that you're going to miss, and you don't want your children in the middle of that mess up right there. Go ahead, babe. And and you can't be so caught up in what you want and what you think is going to be best for your kids that you miss who they really are in the process either. Absolutely. We get so caught up in what we want and what we idealize and what we dream about that we're missing key things that may um, harm us and our family unit at the end of it. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Just because we know what we want or we, we think we know what we want. We've already settled. We're not dating. We're just casually marrying on a long term basis. Yes. Basically. Yes. And that's what we're you're not assessing. You're not questioning or doing all those different things. We're not going to get into that. We will get into a how to date thing. But we'll we, there, there, there's some reasons why we're going to wait for that. So what do you do then? Well, first of all, your questions can't stop at um, are, do you want a family? Right. Um, are you, do you good? Like kids? <laughs> are you good with me having kids? Right. No, 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 no. That's not where your questions stop. That's where your questions start. You need to have long term conversations. Some of the first questions you ask is, have you ever dated someone with children? If so, how was your relationship with those children? How did that work out? Don't ask them about the other the relationship with the person. Ask them about the relationship with the children. Yeah. Um, ask them home culture questions. And when I say home culture, obviously, when we do premarital counseling, we let two people know that they're from different home cultures. Right. They're from different worlds. Right. And so what happens is, is how a person raised what especially if they don't have children will often dictate how they will raise someone else correct so you want to know how was their childhood um how were their parents i mean you don't have to actually do a checklist but you can bring these things these up are in conversation. things you're finding out yeah absolutely. absolutely and you need to know like how did your parents discipline you hey what happened what was your favorite time of uh, time of year at home how did y'all work that out you know if they have a if they have a um split parent household how did uh or a divorced household how did that work out with you and your parents how did you how did you facilitate that did you have any problems all those different type things right listen it's coming up on holiday season right now so if you're dating someone um and you're you have children and you want to find this stuff out around holiday season it's great we love sharing family stories around holiday season so this is going to be the perfect opportunity exactly what you like christmas at your house did you ever sneak and open the gift and you weren't supposed to what happened did you get a whooping <laughs> how did your parents handle that like <laughs> exactly exactly how would you handle that right you see what i'm saying right oh i just let the kid you know so you got you got to be inquisitive you can be fun inquisitive but these are things that you need to learn yes if they don't have children if they don't have children ask them have they mentored taught or spent time with children right they have nieces and nephews nieces nephews boys club uh, club girls club uh, uh, churches, right? Um, are they in the youth ministry? Are what are they? Are they have they spent any time around? Because you will find out the older a person get, the less they're around children, the less tolerance they have for children. Exactly. So you need to be very, very, very clear on what their uh, interaction with children are, even if it's just on a, a weekly basis or something like that. Correct. Okay, and then finally, what you want to do is you want to talk to them about problem solving. Here's what I mean by that. You have let's just say you take a, an old issue that you already had with your child, with your child, bring that up in the conversation and ask them how would they handle it. That gives you an opportunity to see if, if you guys think alike, but it also gives you an opportunity to see if, if they have any inclination on how to be a parent in those type situations. Right. If something <laughs> is going skills. on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if something is going on right now with your children, um, as long as it's not too deep or too much, you know, you don't want to let too much go because that child is a child. Right. And they have they have right to confidentiality as well. But if something small is going on. Ask them how they will handle that. That gives you an idea of what kind of partnering relationship you will have later on. Right. You know, so after all the butterflies are gone, after the honeymoon phase, after y'all tired of looking at each other, how y'all going to live together. Right. That's what's going to help you with that. Yes. You also want to find out how they see children. What do they are children little people or are children little prisoners? You want to <laughs> little pets. You should be seen and not heard. Okay. Well. <laughs> well, sometimes that that counts, but it depends on how much trouble they're in. But what I'm saying is their disposition towards children will show you their disposition towards your children. Mm -hmm. That's not something you want to find out later. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now now we've talked about some things that you need to look at if the if if the person you're dating has a, a has another child or has children and if they don't have children you being a single parent how you deal with that right okay what we want to here's the thing 
I want to make the statement before we go any further because we're going to start talking about some toxic cues here. Right. You, I have a general rule of thumb when it comes to single parents and when they ask us to counsel them how do they how they do certain things. Treat your child like an ATM card. Okay. You wouldn't just give your ATM card to a person you're dating if you don't know how they manage their own money, especially when you got bills. Amen. So you don't put your ch- and your children are much more valuable than that. Of course. You don't put your children in the hands of someone else too early and make them pay for bills that you owe. Meaning making them pay for indiscretion, making them pay for you just trying to push things forward. You right. don't want to do that. Treat your child. Always do just 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 a rule of thumb. Treat your child like your ATM card, like your bank account. That's right. Okay. Now, some of y'all who and, and it's not a love offering either. Right. <laughs> it's nothing like that. You don't just give. This is not something you're not benevolent with your children. You right. understand what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So here's the thing, Takara. Um, we talked about what to look for. We talked about how to look for it. What are and I'm and we're 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 talking to you and we're asking Takara for a reason um, because you have some background. Yeah. So what I want you to do is kind of break down what are the the consequences. Yeah. What are the consequences that can happen when you don't take the time uh, to evaluate a person? Um, when you don't take the time to evaluate a person for your children's well-being. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and unfortunately, I have dealt with this. And so it's one of those things where it becomes, bless you, Thank it you. becomes very toxic um, in an environment when you feel like, um, I'm sorry, when you've ignored these warning signs. So I'm going to give you some of these warning signs here right now. So number one, what could happen the mother ends up feeling like she has to choose between her man and her kids. If there's any sort of tension, if there's anything that makes you feel like you are having to shelter your children from whatever it is that's going on with them or anything like that, Mm -hmm. you feel like you have to choose between your children and that man. And that is never, ever, ever good. Okay. So that's the first thing that can happen. The second thing that can happen is he begins to resent (laughs) the children and it shows in his behavior and a a couple of examples um the resentment um little to no interaction except on good days there are certain times where because he wants to get somewhere with you he'll treat the kids extra good but outside of that you have little to no interaction with your children so so we're talking about a a person male or female yes who is just seems consistently irritated irritated yeah that's a great word or avoids yes and doesn't want to have nothing to do yeah no it's irritated it's feeling like that person like your children really literally get on their nerves and they're not bad kids they're they're well-behaved kids or sometimes they're just kids right being kids and they're like just for no reason irritated with your children right Um, right that's something that you don't want to do which again makes you takes you back to number one makes you feel like you have to either run interference right or choose between one or the other okay okay um the other thing is (laughs) tattling on the kids someone who consistently makes you feel like your children need to be getting in trouble because of behavior that they observed little bitty things tattling they did this and they did that and oh did you see that i saw you them over there do that what you gonna do you gonna get them for that you know things like that. right right and what that does is because this is a little bit different this you know we we when we deal with blended families and this is not a family this is a dating situation right but when we deal with blended families uh we talk about parenting by proxy and we'll probably talk about that a a little bit later but this is a little bit more like a testing a, a trying to get you to disdain them as much as they do right and testing you to see if you on their team it's yes and, and, and do you choose me well i think you should just push them out i think you should get on there i think you should just put the hammer i think you should do this that and the other and keeping you in a place where um you're uh very antagonistic towards the children it is very but very controlling towards you well yeah and then they make you feel guilty as if if you are not going to 
again, choose them, take their side over your children, they're going to make you feel guilty. So, well, I guess you're probably not going to be the one for me because, you know, you, you're going to take the kid's side over me as opposed to allowing you to be an adult between a situation and find out what's going on. And, and, and I think we could even add to that. They never advocate. No, there's never an advocate. They never advocate no. for the children, meaning that they're never on the children's side. And when I say that, there's a, there are times where you have to be disciplined. Right. Like a disciplinarian or whatever. But this person is just never like, you know, if if I feel good, if I wake up in a good mood one day. Right. They can roll with me. Right. Exactly. But only for a limited time, even at that. Right. If I wake up like I am mostly most of the days, this mm-hmm. is incredibly good news. This is like a waking up with a sugar high, I guess. But then if I wake up like I usually do for them, and I'm not talking about me, but just trying to right. push this along. Um, then. I don't want to have nothing to do with them. No. And again, you don't want to be in that situation. Or unless um, I'm in public too. Uh, right. In, pu- in public. They, they, there's a big fake in public. Yeah, there's a huge fake, especially around their family, their friends, or, or things like that. Right. They make it seem like, oh, they're doing extra good for you and yours. Okay. Um, and then the last thing that can happen is that your children are pushed to the side in order to accommodate the relationship. They are pushed to the side in order to accommodate their relationship. And that is a huge, uh, it's a huge burden on someone who was dating. And the thing that happens, and we talk about this all the time, is that we get so gripped by fear that nobody is going to want us because we have children that we believe that this is what we have to accept in order to get a man that's going to want us and take our kids along for the ride. Wow. Your kids shouldn't feel like a a burden to someone that you're dating. Or a fifth wheel. They shouldn't feel like a fifth wheel. Or you're scared to mention them like, oh my gosh, I got to take my child to here or there or whatever the case may be. Right. And, and, And it shouldn't, you shouldn't shouldn't have to feel i guess i don't know like if you mention them you would have spoiled the day exactly no but for real that's what happens oh wow <laughs> like, no that's what happens if you um try to maybe put them off to say i want to spend time with my children it could cause a huge fight when you're dealing with an immature person who does not want to be bothered with you, with your children right and Absolutely. so um somebody asked a question yeah um and and we kind of answered this earlier Kamir. so um we'll, we'll say it a little bit now but there's she asked how soon should we introduce the children okay so um, there is no time limit as far as soon as far as introduction. We don't give time limits because people tend to take time limits as justification without doing the homework. Right. As soon as you are comfortable, as soon as you've done all the homework, as soon as you observed and seen that this is a person who's proper to introduce, as soon as you're comfortable with them having your ATM card, even and 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 let's just say you got like. You you gotta your children are more precious than your ATM card, but you want to make sure that you've done your homework on who this person is. Does that make sense? Yeah, because she asked a follow up question. But then, what about their kids versus your kids get a di- getting different treatment? Oh, I've seen that too. Well, the thing is, is that first of all, you got their kids getting different treatment from your kids. So you've observed that. Now, if you're Thank dating. You. If you're dating, if this is a dating relationship, then guess what? This is something that you don't want to live with long term. You've already shown that they, they that they have a different treatment and they will mistreat your child for theirs. OK, uh, if, if that's the if that's the case or vice versa, you don't want to see them mistreating their children either. Yeah, it's a very it's a very toxic situation um, that I've lived in where you um, your children will begin to resent you and them your children will begin to act out your children will begin to feel like they do not matter and from a a standpoint of growing up in that kind of home you're talking about later issues that can impact all sorts of stuff because it started with mom chose them and not us and it's hard because you know no one teaches this the you know what the whole t- I, I get kind of like flustered here because in churches, government, or whatever the case may be, so much time has been spent to prevent this. Right. And because so much time has been spent to prevent single parent homes, which now are blended families, which now is uh, in multitudes. We'll talk about that later. The problem is, is that no one knows 
how to deal with these particular situations, right. even from a dating standpoint. Right. And so we don't know how to filter through that kind of stuff, how to observe that kind of stuff. And that's why we're here. We're here to tell you that out of, yeah, we know some things. There's, there's some education there, but from experience. Right. Um, I think that's very, very important. Um, but with an experience that understands that there are certain things that we could have done better had we known this, that, right. or the other. Right. And um, our relationship early on, we were very, like, just to answer that question, we, we it wasn't about the, we, we talked about the children, but it, you wasn't, I wasn't meeting her children and she wasn't meeting mine until we were comfortable with each other. And that's and just how And we had that a was. foundation and kind of how who we were as parents. Right. We were very, very, very um, settled in how we were as parents and in our parenting styles before we met our children. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, and she as, said that was just a hypothesis. Basically just Like a hypothetical question. Yeah. 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 So, well, thanks for the hypothetical question. We appreciate it. But it does happen. So, now that we're dealing... So, those are the some, at least some of the lesser uh results or consequences right. of dealing with of letting somebody toxic into your environment right letting someone toxic next to your children we won't talk about the more harsh consequences but that's that's some of the more subtle let me ask you this um what are the signs so that you don't let yeah. them that close so yes dating when you're dating, and again, once you're married, right, this is a whole nother podcast, and so we can't speak to that right here. So right. it's very important that you date appropriately and identifying these things Okay. Um, when you're dating someone. Right. So warning signs that a man who is good to you may not be good for your children. Okay? So the first one is he shows little to no interest in them. Right. Even before he meets them, a man who is interested in you for the long haul will be assessing you too. He needs to know what kind of mother you are. Absolutely. Being a man who dated single moms and <laughs> you being one of them. Yes. Um, I pay close, very close attention to how you spoke about your children, how you interacted with your children. I asked about them. Um, it was very, very important that I understood who you were as a mother. Right. Especially for a long term situation, because I would be entering into the situation myself and I didn't want that clashing to happen. Right. So if if he's not or she. Because it can happen mm -hmm. if they're not if they're less interested, uh, if they show no interest in your children. Right. At all. Or how you interact with them. Uh, that is a red flag. Right. Now, I'm not talking about on the fourth or fifth date. I mean, come on, get some time here. Time. Give it some time. It takes time. Be patient. Right. Don't 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 fall for and don't do. The Lord told you, you my husband. Don't you do that. Or the Lord told you, you my wife. Don't you fall for it and don't you do it. Right. <laughs> you need to assess that thing. You need to make sure that, you know, there's some wisdom and some, some uh, discernment going along with that thing. Because if one of the parties don't know, ain't been talking to the Lord, then there's a, a communication gap that we need to get settled. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> mm -hmm. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, my you're bad. good. You're good. So the second one is he only likes coming around when your children are not around that is a very 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 big red flag that someone may be good f to you but not good for your children you like to creep around he like to creep around around the children like you know let me sneak in right after but they after they go to bed and sneak out before they wake up for school and all that kind of stuff exactly but that's not only a red flag for somebody that may not be good. around holidays you never see them like ever because you know the kids are off on vacations <laughs> Just so saying. this could also be a red flag that this person is just not that into you all the way around. Right. So th these kind of red flags you need to pay attention to. Um, they may paint it as, no, I just want to respect you and I don't want to meet the kids until da 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 da. But at the same time, if he's not showing interest in you as a parent, you need to take heed to those kind of situations. Absolutely. Okay. Number three, he has a poor relationship with his own children or has no relationship with children, period. So that means that if he has, if he, if he or she has children and they have a, t 
terrible, terrible, terrible. Like they're not even trying. And I know things happen. Don't get me wrong. Things happen. Uh, I, I saw that question too. Okay, good. Um, I know some things happen. So you know, but if if it's a terrible, like he don't even try. Yeah, that's that's a red flag. And if yeah. if, if he has doesn't have any relationship with any child whatsoever, it's it's uh it's it's, it's kind of an orange orangish red flag. Well, here's the thing though. I um there was one time years ago, many many years ago, baby, long before many you, many many long months. before Kenya Martin, <laughs> I was you know I was dating someone who. Um, I had surprised him to take a trip to go see his parents for his dad's birthday. Dad was getting up in age. I said, let's go take a trip to go see your dad for his birthday. Cool. That was a great idea. He had a teenage daughter that lived right around the corner from his parents. He did not call her. He did not try to reach out to her. Wow. And we were there for three days. And so me having children two daughters of my own um uh, listen i understand that relationships fall apart and things happen i just have a hard time with a man that does not uh resemble the father chasing after his child right to show him that he loves her all throughout the Bible, God is telling us that I love you and I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. Like, right. no matter what you do, I'm not going anywhere and I love you. I'm your father. And so for me, one of the things that I wanted for my children um, is knowing that they had a man that said, listen, no matter what happens, I'm going to love you and I'm here. So when I observed him, not even, it didn't even seem like it was a thought. Like there was just right. not even, like his sister was like, you want to go see your daughter? And he was like, ah, I don't know, man, we'll see. Like, and it was just like, hmm, it didn't sit well with me. Right. And we did not date long after that. It was huge. And I, I, I let it go. Right absolutely so but that makes sense that makes sense because you were able to observe and to watch that mm-hmm. in his own life yes make sure that you're watching those things yes um this one here is going to be a big one because it seems romantic um off the rip but it can be um a ploy um he seeks to he seeks ways to get you away from your children if you need an example of this, go to YouTube and find our conversations with the narcissist video <laughs> because that will tell you the kind of person that you may be dealing with. That's basically, yeah, 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 yeah. That's you know, because it's like, you know, all of a the sudden they constantly seek for you to get babysitters. You know, every time they want to do something with you, they never want to involve the kids or it's just like um, them trying to pull you away, find ways to get you away from the children. And you know the difference. You know how it feels. You know you yeah. you know the difference. It's just that the problem is, is is that most people aren't honest with themselves about the difference. Absolutely. And they're trying to give this new person the benefit of the doubt because again, you're certain that this is the person you want to be with, but you're not certainly trying to learn him, or or you don't know him for certain or her. So yeah. uh, you know how that feels when someone's trying to pull you away from your responsibility and from your gift of being a parent. Right. So um, they have zero so regard. That. There's have zero, zero regard Absolutely. for you being a parent. If they're getting upset that you have to get a babysitter, if they're getting upset that you can't find a babysitter, if they get upset when they ask you out and you say, no, I've got the kids um, and you know, I have time with my kids and they're getting upset about that. That is a huge problem that you need to be paying attention to early on before you let this relationship go further. absolutely you know one of the reasons why and i'm sorry one of the reasons why when i was dating by the time i reached my 20s i never dated someone who did not have kids um i always liked men of a certain age i always liked men who were a little bit older than me but it was always um for me i had to make sure that they had children why because somebody who has kids understands the demands on your life when you have children absolutely someone who has kids typically um, are you okay. mm-hmm. someone who has kids typically knows how to um, share? They understand that they can't be selfish. They understand that you have priorities and responsibilities. So it's one of the biggest things that I always look for. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with this young lady because she's dating someone that doesn't have kids. But because of these types of things, I needed as much uh, information and as much data as possible to be able to observe and identify whether or not this person was going to be a good parent to my children. Absolutely. Good stuff, babe. Yes. Good stuff. 
Sorry about that, y'all. Uh, again, this is behind the scenes for a podcast. So the podcast is the real deal. And this gives us an opportunity to interact with you and you be a part of that. All right. So keep going, babe. The I'm last the last warning sign that a man may be good to you, but not good for your children mm-hmm. is that he makes your children feel uncomfortable. He makes your children feel uncomfortable, not in a creepy way or anything like that. But you can tell. Could be creepy. It could, could be, be It could be that Harvard Weinstein. <laughs> but if they make if they make your Seriously. children just feel unwelcome in their own home, if they make your mm. children feel like they're an inconvenience to you as their parent and to them when they're dating. So every time you walk in, the children know that they got to walk out. Yes. The children don't don't they're and and not saying that the children should be jumping to to meet them or yeah anything, absolutely but the children kind of scurry away kind of and they even look a little bit let down that that person yes. is coming through. Well, yeah, I mean because in in all for all intents and purposes, you are taking their mother away from them now. You know what I mean? That person is taking their parent away from them, right? And so you've got those feelings already compounded with the fact that this person again makes them feel like they're irritating them. Absolutely. Um, you know, one thing that I I didn't do that I wish I would have done before, um, you know, my mother lives with me. And so, you know, my children talk to my mother. When they couldn't talk to me, they talk to her. So if your children have someone in their lives, if y'all have someone in your life who you know that your children talk to, ask those people in your life to see absolutely. if the children have said anything to them absolutely we don't want to hear the bad we don't want to hear negative stuff that may be going on right but but one of the things that's very important is that when they're going to be afraid to tell you because they don't want mommy to be unhappy they may be telling someone else and it may be hard to hear but you need to be literally gathering all of this information before you get into a situation that it's going to be too far to turn back from, a.k.a. after you marry them. Right. And the idea is this. Uh, your children should not dictate your social life. However, right. you know, a parent knows the cry of their child. They know out of a whole Thank bunch you. of children crying, they know the ch- their child's voice. And, and it works by that same premise. You know when your child is really feeling yes. uncomfortable in a way that is probably a very big red flag big red flag they're not just looking for attention some of the time a lot of these times they're not just being spoiled brats there is something going on that you're missing um in that situation if you are noticing that your child feels uncomfortable so please reach out to other people absolutely so with taking all of that information let's get back to this young lady here hopefully she's listening are we going to answer the question or are we going to go back here first um let's go ahead let's answer the question because i saw one question here and then we'll get back to the letter okay so somebody said what if you have teenagers i have a 17 year old okay um what I'm, I'm trying to figure out what are the different I mean outside of that child being on their way to uh, life college military or the next right. the next level I guess what there's about really that? There, there's really not that much of a difference um, especially if there's an interact now understand that children mm. are possessive Yes. And the older they are, mm-hmm. the more they are they are possessive entitled with their parents. However, and it depends on how you raise them as well because there there's that you know, children can be kind of an um antagonistic. However, mm-hmm. you know that. Um the idea is how do they handle that? Right. Or or are we asking when do you introduce them? And it's still it when they're safe. A 17-year-old is not is quiet as kept 17 is not really is still in an unsafe zone right they're going to be a lot more guarded though the older they are they're definitely going to be territorial they're going to be a lot more guarded so what you have to be careful of with an older child is making sure that you're not trying to force that child to be something to that person that you're not trying to force that child in their face absolutely you're not trying to force them to interact with the with the with the dude that you're dating just because you want to impress and put on a a good show for the person that you're dating stop 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 trying to create stop dating folks and trying to create families just adding them and stir because it doesn't work that way 
Um, it takes time to build relationships and families, literally, um, especially when you already have children who have already been built to some particular point. Yes, yes. And so you have to, there's walls that have to come down. Remember, that person dating you, they ain't dating your children. So your children really don't care about them. They don't have that interact. They don't, right. they're, not getting, they're not getting no benefit from that. Right. From their point of view. So you have to be careful about pushing them in because you could push them in to something that will just hurt their heart later on. Correct. Okay. Um, do you do we want to? And if you if you want to be a little bit more clear, or you want to uh, clarify that question of, about yeah, the absolutely, absolutely, definitely. Um, let's let's talk about this here. So here's the thing: she has three children, fourteen, twelve, and seven. And number one, uh, she's really tr- she's trying to force interactions, and they've only been in for six months. Correct. Far too early. If you don't know, if 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 you already seeing his his uh, his apprehension and his hesitation, right? And you're saying, "What am I doing wrong?" You're not even assessing him. You're trying to make it work, and that's not what you should be doing. Yes, that's number one. For, forget where he's at. Look at what he's saying to you in his actions. Mm-hmm. He's not ready for that yet, and you shouldn't be going there yet. Right, okay. right. You shouldn't be going there with your children yet, because remember, children, depending on how young they are, and we got a seven-year-old here, they can create connections. Right, they do connect. Right, we have a twelve-year-old and a fourteen-year-old, and 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 I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. You're in those age brackets where things can happen to children mm-hmm. that should not happen to children. Yes, but they can happen. And if you start forcing your children into the hands of even if he's safe later on they may be forced into someone who's unsafe well yeah don't let that be be down right when one of the things and and oh i'm so glad you said that you know when i grew up as a little girl i had brothers my mother always had the speeches about watching men with my stepdad watching men make sure you had clothes on you don't have to be laying up in nobody's lap you don't have to be around matter of fact get on go and sit down somewhere little girl you know what i mean things like that exactly because i was a single mother for so long i did not have those crucial conversations with my daughters so i found myself having to speed my way through these kind of conversations when people began to come around and so i think the the key thing is right here is what you're saying is that number one you're training your children in a way to always be on guard in general your children should always be on guard around whoever comes around them because not everyone is safe until we deem that they are safe for you that's our responsibility so if we are um, stripping that guard away way too soon we're allowing them to believe that it's okay to pull down that guard for anybody that comes into the situation later whether it's a boyfriend whether it's a cousin whether it's you know somebody in class somebody at school and so as parents we can't just even be thinking about the little stuff as far as are they going to be a good parent what am i training my kids on Right. As it relates to safety and personal safety, personal space. If I'm forcing them into someone's life who is clearly not ready to be a part of my child's life. Because the last thing you got to understand, your children have to settle for the decisions that you make. They have and so to. you the last thing you want to happen is your child to suffer because of a decision that you make. Now, here's the thing. We know children go through some things. So, right. you know, a kid will be a kid. But at the same time, you don't want a big suffering to happen right as a result of those uh, of that question so that that's one thing that we saw here he's 41 he has no children i will tell you this i'm i will not demonize right because we've all started out with no children at one point in time we've all had to learn i know i've had to grow and learn myself now here's the thing though the older a person get the more set in their ways they get so you want to look at that. That's why you take the time to assess him first right. before trying to have picnics, cookouts, trying to make him Sunday you know, dinners. Right. So, right. Or trying. Yeah, exactly. Having all these family gatherings. Make sure that he's family friendly first. Mm-hmm. And you have to assess him through that process. Now, he may not be a bad person. 
he may know these things and may say, and in his mind, he might be saying, listen, I don't know how to say this to her, but it's not healthy for me to meet your children right now. Is this what you do with everybody? Oh. Is this is this how you deal with this? Yeah. I'm not supposed to meet your, your I'm, it's not time yet. He may be the smart one. So, <laughs> did I make her dumb? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I did not. I, that came out total foot but and he mouth may disease. Be, he may be being smart about may, that situation. He may be discerning the situation properly. And that, and so with that being the case, you got to look at that and you got to take a step back and begin to ask those questions. That's what. So if you say, what can you do differently? Take your children out of the equation and stop trying to make them a part of your date night. Oh, really? Oh, and start dating and assessing and observing and having conversations with this person. Correct. That makes sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. All right. Any other questions we got? No. we. I mean, we had a comment, um, Carlita, who said, this happened to me. I ended up married to a narcissist. I ignored the red flags. My children paid the price, too. It was horrible for all of us emotionally. Now my children that I have with him have to suffer even after the divorce. Absolutely. And uh, unfortunately, listen, listen, I, I need to tell you this, too. I need to tell you this because it's hard to hear all the things. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. We can always look back and know what we did wrong. There are a lot of things that I done did wrong. I'm sure there's some things that yeah. you did wrong too. Quite and so Carlita, here's the thing. What we have to do is we got to press forward now, making the right decisions from this point on. Uh, I don't want you to beat yourself up. I, I, I love the testimony, but I don't want you to beat yourself up because of that. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm really, really sensitive when it comes to, uh, um, um, people who are victims of someone else's behavior. Right, right. And then being sad. You, you didn't make the right decisions. Now, let's make the right decisions and move forward. That's right. Okay. Right. Any other questions? Can we catch some questions here? Yeah. If you have any questions, let us know. If not, we're going to be logging off here in about four minutes. Yeah, absolutely. This was a good show. It was good. It so was here's really, the really thing. Good. So here's the thing. While we're waiting for any other questions, you'll be able to catch this edited down in, in podcast form. Right. And iTunes and SoundCloud, SoundCloud look for Soulcast. Soul-Cast? The Soulcast Podcast. The Soulcast Podcast. You'll see Kenyon and Takara. Um, you can also look for it in uh, CastBox. I like. I'm sorry. She. She. See. See. This is something new that I found, and it works for me because I'm old and I don't like technology. No, I'm just kidding. I, no, that's exactly <laughs> it. Because Kenya Martin is old and he don't like technology. It confuses this baby. It confuses him. I just like things that are user friendly and easy to turn on, so I can listen to and keep moving where I'm going. And so the cast box is some, one of those things. We're not getting paid. I, maybe we need to reach out. I like to get paid. Okay. But, <laughs> so but anyway, I, we use it. So if you use that, it's, 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 it's so, easy to use. Um, any right. other questions? No other questions. So if if all hearts and minds are clear, okay, we're going to dismiss. Right. Yes. Yes, we are. Do us a favor after this closes. Share. Right, and then go follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Ask the Martins. Mm-hmm. And Twitter at Ask the Martins. At Ask the Martins. And if you haven't already followed us on on um, Facebook Live, go ahead and do that. Yes. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this week's SoulCast broadcast. We hope you enjoyed the program. We invite you to visit us at thesoultiesdetox.com where you can leave your voice recorded question or comment that may be selected for future SoulCast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you can stay up to date with our program.